in this episode. My wife started to say that I was trans, and then I was like, well, I'm not really trans. Your podcast has helped me be comfortable with the calling myself crossdresser. That's Veronica again, talking about being comfortable with the term crossdresser. We also go over her other positive crossdressing experiences and a whole lot more in part two of my curious conversations with her. I also give a shout out to Transgender Awareness Week and an obvious yas of the week in this episode as it leads up to Transgender Day of Remembrance on November 20th. This is episode 74 of the Cross the Yas podcast. So how about we get started, everyone? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yes Podcast. Which is Elm here so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome again, everyone, to the Cross Yas Podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. I'm your delectable host, Giselle Marisol. I'm a cross-dresser, trans umbrella follower underer, and I'm a girl recording in front of some boys, girls, and trans people, and others, just stuck at home and wishing I can one day go out cross-dressing freely again. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, check out the website www.crossyaspodcast.com. If you're liking what we do here on the podcast and you want to support us, Check out patreon.com forward slash crossyas for more bonus content. That's patreon.com forward slash C-R-O-S-S-Y-A-A-S. And you know my spiel. If you got a story, cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender related, and wondering if you can tell someone about it, well, the answer is allowed. Frickin' yes! Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. Tweet me at crossyas. Or DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast. Looking forward to hearing it. Happy Saturday, everyone. It's already almost Thanksgiving, and with the second week of November comes Transgender Awareness Week, <laughs> which coincides and is quite fitting for my yes! of the week. So this past week was Transgender Awareness Week, and it's a one-week annual celebration that is usually celebrated on the second week of November, which leads up to the Transgender Day of Remembrance, or TDOR. Now, Transgender Awareness Week also helps to promote transgender visibility and highlights issues the transgender community faces. Now, this is some great visibility. This year, TDOR falls on Friday, November 20th, and it memorializes victims of transphobic violence. Back in episode 65 here on the Cross Yas podcast, I did an episode on Jennifer Laude, the transgender Filipino woman who was killed at the hands of a transphobic U.S. Marine. And although that was a tragic case, there are countless other transgender people who are murdered around the world. But unfortunately, they're never even reported. Hey, that's fucked up. According to the Human Rights Campaign, 2020 has already seen at least 36 transgender or gender nonconforming people fatally shot or killed by other violent means in the world, the majority of which were black and Latinx transgender women. And they say at least, because a lot of violence against transgender people usually goes unreported. So that number of transgender and non-conforming people who have been murdered this year alone is probably quite larger. That's some bullshit. So although a yas of the week is warranted here to promote transgender visibility, it's kind of bittersweet. Yes, we're promoting transgender visibility and celebrating everything about the transgender community, but with all this violence against transgender people and gender non-conforming individuals, it just feels, I don't know, like we need to do more to tackle this issue. Yes, remember and mourning those transgender and gender non-conforming people is important as they shouldn't have had to die and their memories should definitely be cherished. But 
I believe the future of transgender and non-conforming people, I don't know, could be a whole lot better. We can do better. It can first start off with better protections for the LGBTQ community, especially those in high-risk communities, such as sex workers. Also, allowing better access to healthcare for those in the LGBTQ community. And maybe it doesn't even have to be that complicated. Maybe it can start simple, like, for instance, how about we understand at the most basic of levels that transgender people and gender non-conforming people are first and foremost human beings. I have feelings! I'm a human just like you! And not just any human beings, but human beings with unalienable rights. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by the creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Transgender people may present with a different gender than how they were born, or maybe they're a mix of genders, or they don't conform to either gender, it's like gender non-conforming, but they don't deserve to be treated any less than human. Transgender people, and those again who are gender non-conforming, deserve to live a life where they shouldn't be scared to walk down a street fearing for their lives because transphobic people are so afraid of what they are, they're willing to kill them. Look, all you transphobic people out there, I'll tell you what transgender people and what gender non-conforming people are. They're human beings, just like yourself. They just present differently. Yes, the Transgender Day of Remembrance is a necessary gesture as the deaths of transgender individuals should be honored and their memories cherished, but in reality, are we really learning anything as a society when countless transgender people and gender non-conforming people are still murdered all around the world with some, possibly many of them, and not even having their death be recognized. I feel with this podcast that I'm trying my best to help promote understand that cross-dressers, transgender people, those gender non-conforming individuals, and everyone else who fits under the LGBTQ community are not fucking weirdos. Despite what you may see on TV or on the internet or what you hear from your ignorant friends and family. Look, we're all weird in our own way, but we don't deserve to be killed. No one deserves that. We're all human beings with goals and dreams and aspirations for a better life. We all just want to live our lives and be free from fear and free from oppression. So, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Because if that's not understood, then transgender people and gender non-conforming people and people in the LGBTQ community aren't humans, then, I don't know, it's going to be a tough for any progress to be made for the future of the LGBTQ community. But I'm a hopeful gal. I have tons of hope for our future, and I hope you, the Cross Yas listener, spent this week honoring the fallen transgender people and gender non-conforming people who have lost their lives at the hands of transphobic violence. I hope that one day we can put an end to the violence against transgender people and gender non-conforming individuals by acknowledging that not only do they exist, but that they are loved and they deserve the same amount of respect as everyone else. And that was the... Yes! ...of the week! As for the rest of this episode, I talked to Veronica in the second and final installment of my Curious Conversations with her. We talk about plenty of things, including gender identity versus sexuality, bathroom usage, eyebrows, and other cross-dressing related issues. It's another entertaining convo that I'm sure you, the cross-yas listener, will get a kick out of. But here's part two, and the final part of my Curious Conversations with Crossdresser Veronica from Seattle. Thanks for listening, everyone. But imagine you doing an hour and a half of getting all ready, and then your kids walk in, and you're like, fuck, I gotta take all this off. Isn't that kind of shitty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I do come home from being out, and I 
I don't take off the fingernail polish right away. So mm-hmm. there's, there's that <laughs> little baby step. There you go. So they do know that I've been doing something. But then once again, it goes back to the whole thing. It's like, well, well why, are, why am I hiding it? Why are you hiding it? Is it wrong? You know? Right. Right. And I, I think every crossdresser who's come on the podcast who has been secretive or has been like, oh, I don't know, I don't know has come back and, or I've talked to them again, they're like, you know what, fine, I did it, and it's fine. <laughs> it wasn't that big of an issue. Right, right, I'm sure. Yeah, I think my daughter would probably love to see me dressed up. And if that helps, like, build your relationship with your daughter, why wouldn't you do that, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Little Giselle here, wanting to be a parent, I have no idea how to do it, but it seems easy. <laughs> right, right. But... I don't know. Have you, um, well, you've talked a little bit about bad experiences, but you've had good experiences dressed up outside? Of- yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, in Bellingham, it was really great. Mm-hmm. And on Capitol Hill, yeah, we've had really good times. Uh, last time we went, we went like out for dinner and got like seated at the, the front table. I was... I, I was like, oh boy, they're they're trying to they're they're putting us as the yeah you know, the attraction crowd, yeah. you know. <laughs> I think it was a Thai restaurant. We got Ooh. front and center, and there were there were open tables like further back and stuff. And <laughs> in in Las Vegas, it was the opposite. We went to Rainforest Cafe, and they were just ignoring us. And then somebody like begrudgingly seated us and then we sat there for like half an hour without service and it was like i don't know what was happening why it took a half an hour to get water i don't know if it was because i was dressed or that's what i was thinking but uh and it was just you and your wife at the right yeah and the thai restaurant just you and your wife yeah okay me and my wife and uh i've invited some of our friends out but they've never had a chance to join us yet it's not like they don't want to come it's just they've been busy with other things of course of course and coronavirus too uh, it's kind of uh. well yeah we're not doing anything this is like the, the before coronavirus right right yeah so yeah and then play pinball and um, really had a lot of fun just being out on the town oh and then went to this awesome queer bar Ooh. it was I think it was just called the queer bar but oh. they had really fantastic drag queen show they were really really unique and best way to describe them is real mm. they, they really had their own personalities and they're very mm. i don't know I, I guess edgy in a way that they dared to be whoever the hell they wanted to yeah, be yeah that's who and that's who i recommend everybody try just dare to be some somebody different or dare to be yourself how hard is it to do that yeah uh, there was a sign, this might lead into another topic that I wanted to touch on, but a Ooh. sign at the uh, queer bar, it was a huge neon sign. Oh, darn it. What did it say? Uh, oh, darn it. <laughs> oh, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. I'm not... Oh, Veronica, it was a huge neon sign. What did it say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not... It's like, ah, oh, darn it. Okay, I'll have to... I'll remember it. But it's more... I'll, I'll remember it later, but... What I wanted to talk about was the word queer and the labels, you know, like gender fluid, mm-hmm. or queer, 
what am I? Huh. Uh, I was at the it was at the dinner party that I told you about with the three gay guys and three girls, and the one gay guy was just like, "So what? What do you?" Uh, he asked me something about being queer, and I surprised myself. I was just like, "Oh, I'm not queer," and then I it was it was an interesting thing that I still come back to, and I, I wonder like, why did I? Why did I pipe up? Why did I, my brain do that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I think that's what the neon sign said. I'm not queer. What am I? I think that's what it said. Hmm. And I was just like, that's me. Hmm. That's me. I'm like, what am I? Am I queer? Am I? I'm definitely like on the, if you know about the Kinsey scale, I'd say I'm a four, four out of five on the straight side. Hmm. Uh, if, have you heard of the Kinsey scale? Never heard of it. I'll have to look that up. But Kinsey scale, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's something. Uh, this uh, I think he was a psychiatrist or sociologist, and he uh, he went around and he asked people as to what their what their uh, sexual orientation was, and he made it you know one being homosexual, two is in between middle like bisexual and homosexual wait three is bisexual both sexes four is towards straight and five is 100 percent straight hmm. Hmm. and he found that there weren't that many fives out there once once you dug deep right hmm. so anyways that's a that's an aside but yeah the kinsey scale look it up google it something see i learned something today i'll have to look it up kinsey scale okay okay now, yeah. have you had any, um, I guess a lot of crossdressers have this experience. When you go out in public and you have to pee, which bathroom do you oh. use? Oh, yeah. Well, luckily for now, now in Bellingham and Seattle, there's, uh, they've, they've gone um, all gender bathrooms now. Mm -hmm. But when I was in Vegas, you know, I was having that hard time there. And I, I had to go. So we went like up these escalators to some place where I was sure there was nobody. And then my wife and I went to the women's bathroom and mm -hmm. uh, I took care of it, but it definitely was an issue for me. Ooh. But uh, in Seattle and Bellingham and basically it's, it's totally fine to use the women's or the men's or the, just the uh, all gender bathrooms. So that's kind of, an issue I don't have to deal with too much, which is great. That's good. I do remember that time in Vegas when I was absolutely stressed out. I was considering going like all the way back to the hotel just to, oh. just to pee, you know? <laughs> right. What, so what happened in the bathroom in Vegas? Oh, nobody was there. It was like oh, okay. an empty bathroom. So I, I, I got in, did my stuff, and got out. and <laughs> So... Which should be the goal of anyone using the restroom, <laughs> right? You go and then you leave. Well, the women have couches. So. They do. They do. And that's things. Just like the office. I don't know if you're an office fan, but yeah, they have couches. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was kind of uh, miffed that guys don't have couches. But I guess if guys had couches, I wouldn't sit in those grody couches anyway. Ugh. I mean, some women's restrooms have couches, not all of them. And if anything, I think women's restrooms are slightly dirtier or 
in my experience, they've smell more. I don't know. Oh, yeah. but I've used a handful of women's restrooms in public, especially in Vegas. And a lot of selfies are taken. A lot of talking is done and a lot of throwing up is, uh, <laughs> conducted. So throwing up. Yeah. W- people get drunk and throw up. So I don't know anymore with Vegas being what it is and coronavirus, yeah. but yeah, right. Parkland. Right. Indeed. Indeed. What else can I ask? Yeah. Is there anything, I don't know, you have any questions for me or I don't know. I, I know you found the podcast yeah. and I don't know how you feel about it or what you felt about. It. Well, I, I, I've loved it. I've been listening to quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. I started with the uh, Halloween episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> started on the big one. Nice. Yeah. That so is that one was... of the more popular later episodes too. I was like, Oh yeah. I, I didn't even know what I was getting into. When I just, uh, <laughs> no, oh, Halloween. Yes. Yeah. You know, I was like, Oh, wait a second. This is not typical Halloween. It's not. That's an atypical episode. And for those who haven't heard the Halloween episode, who's listening to the podcast, please listen to the Halloween episode. Yeah. yeah. And and then I, now I've been going right uh, just from episode one and going on. Yeah. And and it and my podcast has gotten, I think, better. I don't know your opinion on how the podcast is built. Yeah, it definitely has improved. Uh, episode one got those clicks on it and stuff. I, I don't know if you know about that. Yeah, it's tough. It's like a microphone click or something. Yeah, you could hear the clicking. It was it was way bad. It was because I used to cl- uh, oh, I was using a clip mic. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> but hey, we all learn from something, I guess. We all yeah. get slightly better. Have you felt about the guest, or is there something that you had questions on, or anything that I can answer or feedback? Yeah, I was wondering. Uh, I don't know if you've already touched on this, but. What uh, is your gender identity? So I, I like to say I'm heterosexual, although I have tendencies towards trans women. And if that makes me addicted to femininity or to women, then that still makes me heterosexual. But and you'll you heard me with the Halloween episode. I've tried trans men, <laughs> and I've tried like trans. I'm sorry, trans yeah. women. And no, oh, not my, not my cup of tea. I don't know. It it for for like you, it's the illusion or the fantasy of being with somebody who is a trans person or a crossdresser. And I talked about that in another episode, dating, you know, having sex with a crossdresser. And it's, I don't know, the illusion's more fun than it actually is. Well, yeah, I, I meant uh, your gender identity. Oh, sorry. Um, that's sexuality. Um, uh, I am, let's see. Uh, sorry, let me that's a little late. Uh, gender identity, gender identity. Um, that That's kind of what I was touching on before is like that, I'm not queer. What am I like? Yeah. Fluid. Like, uh, when my wife started to say that I was trans and then I was like, well, I'm not really trans. Your podcast has helped me be comfortable with, uh, calling myself crossdresser. But then once again, that's not gender identity. That's a, yeah. So uh, that's the thing I've been thinking about for quite a while. Like, I guess, I guess the, most apt I could say maybe for myself is gender fluid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or because I... it's, it's so weird. Cause I talk about it too, is as a crossdresser, you don't know where you fit in the LGBTQ spectrum right? because it's like, do we belong here? <laughs> but like we are gender fluid in that we do like to present as feminine or female, but we're also like happy with our male selves. So I want to say I'm gender fluid as well. That's a good qu- good question cuz I I always automatically assume, oh yeah, I'm heterosexual, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're that's your gender identity, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
Let's see, who do you go to sleep with and who do you wake up as? Exactly. I think, and that's, um, I don't know if you heard Gabby, that episode. Yeah. She goes right into that. Yeah. I want to say, yeah, gender fluid. Although with the coronavirus, it's like, I'm just more male right now because it's so much work to get ready and go out. And I love going out. And that was my thing. But now I like dressing up and being at home, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, who am I showing up to? You don't have to, uh, you don't have to uh, do your lips. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be, you'll be messed up. True. But like, I have, I think for me and my fiance, Kirsten, we haven't been waxed or sugared recently. So our hair down there is like, it's, it's like a, it's like Rambo. Like it's, it's the jungles (laughs) of Vietnam. Like it's, it's very hairy and my eyebrows have not been done. My hair hasn't been cut. I look, I just look terrible or I don't feel feminine. I don't know if you get that idea. Like, I don't know if you have that. Yeah. I don't know how it is with you, but it's funny. You were mentioning eyebrows, but I was hanging out at this bar with my girlfriend, Avia, and uh, she, and then this other girl came up and started just talking to her kind of ignoring me. But the point of this story is that I was fascinated by her eyebrows. Hmm. Like they'd been buzzed. Oh. And then I thought about it. So since that, I've been kind of doing a number two and a half on my eyebrows. Oh. Gets rid of all the long Hmm. stringy. And it's super easy. Hmm. Yeah. uh, It's like if you have a buzzer, uh, you could like, I don't know. That's that's a thing to do. But yeah, I'm really happy with it. Uh, but yeah, it was this girl at the bar and I was just staring at her eyebrows. She was ignoring me completely. So I, I was just being a freak and I just, just looking at her. <laughs> she has buzz cut her eyebrows. <laughs> like perfect, perfect lawn. It was mm. great. Somebody, I think Kira talks about, this is another, uh, if you haven't heard her episode, where... I think when you see someone who's ex- as a crossdresser, someone exhibiting femininity to its like epitome or climax, you're like, "Fuck, she is so pretty that it makes you want to crossdress." I don't know if you yeah. ever get that. It's like maybe you got that with her eyebrows, but like, so yeah, when some people look so damn good, I'm like, "Okay, yes, okay, I'm gonna do this at home." Or I'm, gonna, I haven't felt that in a little bit, but yeah, was uh, who was the trans woman? Uh, I felt so bad for her because she like hated her penis and uh that was gabby i think gabby talked about yeah that. That and then even was, talked about that too that was so sad like that was such a sad thing to hear mm-hmm. it's I very common for a lot of trans women to yeah hate that that doesn't reaffirm their gender identity that they that they um, feel mm-hmm. yeah because i don't definitely never want to never want to transition because i i like my penis and mm-hmm. I would fear that I wouldn't uh, wouldn't feel <laughs> the same way, and that's important to me. Right. I said I'm not very grossed out by that or anything like that. So yeah, but that was very sad to hear. That was almost mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, I, and I think her she was a great speaker. That's why I had her for three episodes. But I feel like that discomfort she felt. Whoever listens to that to that episode feels that as well. And I think yeah. that discomfort is something that is good because it makes someone rethink if they ever thought about transitioning, they could hear that. And they're like, well, I don't think that, like you said, like, I don't want that. Like, I love my penis or whatever, but. Right. Right. So yeah, I, well, those, I guess those are the things that I was, I've mm-hmm. been thinking about recently. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I hope the podcast is helping. It sounds like it is. Most people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it really, I think, like I was saying, that identifying as a crossdresser. Yeah. As a thing rather than trans or uh, I, I don't know. It seems to, you're kind of putting, defining it with this podcast and mm-hmm. finding it as something that I identify with. So it's it's really good to Sweet. have have that as a as a valid definition, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't know what resources when you were ever looking up being a crossdresser. Like, what did you use as a as resources? Like, where did you go if you had questions? Well, the internet. It it hasn't been crossdressing hasn't. I think it's coming up now in the last few years. But before that, it was definitely not something that seem to be delved into in a serious way a lot of when i would go on to forums and stuff a lot of people would be looking for sex or looking for the kink and not you know i i I talked to this one it was years ago uh, somebody on a forum and started talking about clothes and then uh, then she was like so you want to fuck me like no i just want to talk about clothes you know and she was like, and then I didn't hear from her after that. I was like, okay, so that's what it is. All right. So <laughs> that's kind of my experience early on with it was with that kind of people that didn't quite see it my way mm-hmm. or didn't want to talk about it or wanted to talk about how hard it was to be in the closet and that kind of stuff. And this this is a lot more what I've been looking for, this kind of just an honest conversation about people who are in it. I'm not talking about the sexual aspect of it unless it, you know, is part of it, you know, like the pegging and such. But yeah, it's so, yeah, it's definitely, I think in the last five years has come up to a more, I I hate to say the word legitimate (laughs) discussion, but I hope I'm making sense. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. And I, I mean, like I was, you've heard in the podcast, like I've looked for resources or podcasts that talk about cross-dressing in the non-sexual fashion or non-sexual sense. And you look around and it's mostly, oh, well, yeah, I like fucking in my, like in my night and my nighty and like, oh, I like, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. But like, what else is there? Is there, can we describe more? Or can we discuss it further? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, this so this is really, this is, it's, it's really great, and I think I think it's going to help. Hopefully, help more crossdressers feel more normal. Yeah, as this gets more popular. <laughs> yeah, and it's not very popular yet. It uh, it's been a year and a half though. We've done I've done fifty episodes. This is probably fifty five or fifty six, which is great. I don't know, it's something. I was surprised that because I usually like about every half year I do a a search, so I was surprised to find this so late. I was like. Oh, okay. yeah. I swear I've done a search like a year ago or something. You didn't find it. Yeah, you're probably looking for the Halloween one. That's probably why it wasn't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't, and not just cross-dressers. Like I do talk about, you know, trans issues and transgender issues and right. sexuality issues that some cross-dressers eventually do want to transition. And that's why great guests like Gabby or uh, Nita Noel Green or who was our other one, um, Kay- Kaylee, you know, like, those are people that like, oh yeah, cross-dressing also encompasses trans issues. Now I don't go that deep into it because I'm not myself, I'm not trans, but 
you know, if there are other transgender people out there who want to talk, or if you know other people like, you know, hey, direct them to the podcast, because I want to talk about those issues as well. I just uh, talked to somebody this last weekend. It was, uh, I was out playing pinball with mask and gloves on and stuff. But yeah, I'd talked to him quite a lot before. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I decided to tell him I cross-dressed. Nice. And, yeah. and he told me he did it too. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so that that was that was interesting. We had a, like a long thirty minute conversation about it. Oh, so. that's awesome! Oh, what? Yeah, so I'm uh, not gonna say his name, of course, but <laughs> if that person wants to come to the podcast or would like to talk about their cross dressing thing, because I think people can learn from him or her. I don't. Yeah, I'll. I'll... I'll tell him that I did this, and yeah, next time I see him, or yeah, him. <laughs> presents, he presents mail just like I do. Okay. He he did say tell me uh, that he appreciated my Sabrina uh, costume last Halloween. Oh, see, <sighs> like, yeah, like there there's so much closeted crossdressers out there who fear any sort of like I don't know backlash or any sort of like retaliation or like imagined retaliation from people that once they find out you like wearing dresses like you'll be ostracized i don't know what why yeah i i don't know either yeah i i'm out to yeah all my friends so and have you received any bad press or any bad like i don't no. know feedback no 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 it's all been like hey you do you it wasn't even like not not even like that's strange or anything it's just like yeah yeah you do you thanks for telling me it's really, I feel flattered that you would tell me and that kind of thing. And more, and then more supportive. And, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, feel free to dress up in front of me. I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to look weird at you or anything like that to all, all levels, but all supportive. There's been no, nobody uh, like that, which mm-hmm. makes me come back to like, I guess, back to the beginning with my mom and dad mm-hmm. thinking that my mom would just be like yuck <laughs> that that's that's a gross thing <laughs> well presumably it's i think i've talked about this with kirsten and other people it's that that age of people will that mindset will kind of die off in a sense you know that like ugh, gross ugh. because as we learn to accept ourselves and understand that cross-dressing or you know, gender or whatever is just an expression versus personality trait. I mean, for some people it is, but it just goes away. I don't know. It's just normal. Yeah, I really think it's been a great progression. I'm a Gen Xer and uh, I don't want to talk generations too much, but (laughs) millennials tend to, there's been a really great progression towards gender fluidity and Mm -hmm. people that are totally cool with, you know, oh, I'm bi, you know. And I'm talking about it as if I went to the store yesterday and I'm by and uh, and I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go see my friend tomorrow, you know. Right, right. I'm gonna go see my therapist. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's great. I mean, I'm I'm very happy that you are learning to accept yourselves. I really do hope you come out to your children a little more, or like at least come out just a little bit to Veronica, because I mean, if you're anything like you are now, they'll just be like, oh, that's just dad being you know some being his best self i don't know yeah 
uh, I, I will. I will. I'll, uh, I'll baby steps, but I will. Indeed. And then we'll have you like come back on the podcast and tell us how that whole experience went. Because I'm sure there's a lot of fathers mm-hmm. out there just like you who have young children or older children and are afraid to come out to their kids because yeah. I think the longer you wait too, the harder it is going to, it's going to be to like come out to them. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. At least they know, at least it's not. Yeah. But you haven't told them the whole thing and kids hate being told half truths, you know, like, or yeah. semi truths. Yeah, definitely. Then they can sniff them out too. Oh yeah. And once they call that out and you didn't tell them, Ooh, buddy, you are yeah. in trouble. Yeah, it's like, why didn't you, don't you trust me? Oh, yikes. Yeah, exactly. You don't trust your own son? Oh, yeesh. And it's like, Daddy, yeah. I found you wearing this, and you didn't say anything. You're like, oh, fuck. I was trying to protect you. <laughs> oh, God, it then becomes freaking after-school dramas, after-school special. <laughs> but you love me, Dad. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Well, I'll try and wrap it up. And, you know, I always wrap up all my talks. We'll have to on the podcast again because uh, I, th- I think eventually, I don't know if you're willing to do it. I do want to have, like, um, forum discussions with other cross-dressers or trans people about, I don't know, issues that you might have, like, even, like, something as small as, like, wearing wigs or some pantyhose or just something trivial, I guess, like that. I don't know if you're willing to do something like that. Yeah, no, that would be great. I'd love that. Um because you do like to talk, and I love people who love to talk versus people who don't. Oh, I, I, uh, you f- I forgot to tell you I'm dressed up for the occasion. Yes. What are you wearing? Uh, I've got this uh, kind of a coral, turquoise, black, white dress thing, suntan pantyhose, and then these. Cute. You got to take a photo and then send it to me so then I can like do all the whole thing. I thought you'd ask that, so I did. You know it. Uh, eventually, yeah. I also do want to do. If you're willing to do it too, I I'm not because I haven't. My eyebrows and hair are messed up. But I do want to do video too, like a video portion of it of the podcast sometime. Yeah. In the future. If you're willing to do that as well, like a, I would hate to do just a Zoom call because I think everything's Zoom now. But I guess I would. Yeah, but that would be cool. That would be really really cool. But we both have to dress up though. I know. <laughs> Trust, I haven't dressed up in legit, I think, three months, three or four months before quarantine. Like, as soon as the quarantine hit, it was like, sorry, Giselle, you can't go out. And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> yeah. for me, it's like, if by going out, I love dressing up. And I'm the slut-looking type. I, that's why I was asked, like, what your, what your style is. And mine's slut. Like, it's like 95% slut. Like, I want to be as hoary as possible because... <laughs> that's awesome. It has changed, though, now that I'm like... I'm not that much younger than you, but I'm in my 30s. But like in your 20s, you want to, for me, it was like, I want to slut it up kind of. But now that I'm in my 30s, I kind of want to class it up by wearing like, instead of like heels, I'll wear like wedges or something. I don't know. Oh man, wedges are so much more comfortable. Are they? And flats. Yeah, I love, I've got this uh, espadrilles. Oh, espadrilles. Okay. All okay. over town. Those are wedges, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wedges and as well, they are. They're like cork cork wedges right 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 yeah they're so comfortable i can walk forever in them <laughs> but you know i love like heels are like sexy right like you, you can yeah look, you can't look sexy in espadrilles like even the name espadrilles sounds just that's like, true that's yeah. true that's but look true. there goes giselle and veronica wearing espadrilles like <laughs> sexy like that what it doesn't roll off the tongue like when you when you put it that <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, oh man, I don't know. It's just like you, no one has like eight inch espadrilles, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I think they go about as high as three. Oh, sorry. You, you see, that's that's how much I know about espadrilles. I don't know. <laughs> or also, I love heels, but I hate how they feel. So I, I know what you mean. I'm trying to be as comfortable as possible with like thicker heels, but sorry, that's for another yeah. discussion. But if you're willing you're to do a forum discussion on that, we will. I'll set something yeah. up eventually. Right, quick question: Do you bring yeah. flats with you when you dress up? Am I wearing what? Sorry, what was that? You bring flats with you when you. Oh, so I think for the female experience. Yeah. When I first did it, I was like, I'm just gonna wear these heels. Fuck it, I'm gonna go all night. And then like I did it for like one or two nights, and I was like, women are fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then like i think i have like my bag and then eventually i became the mother goose so i have like tylenol in my bag i have <laughs> makeup remover wipes i have like my my flats my foldable flats all the all the stuff that you need like a first aid kit whatever like um <laughs> in my bag so eventually yes i i did wear i did carry flats anyways i don't want to take too much of your time and it is getting kind of late do you have work tomorrow i figure you're working for yeah me. i've got work but you're working from home with your sexy ass, so shut up. <laughs> Are you dressing up tomorrow, though? You have to, right? Uh, well, my son's going to be home, so... There you go. You can introduce Veronica. Maybe. Just a little bit, right? No? Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm not promising, but... Just wear I'm... a tiny piece of something. Just to do it like one piece of clothing. So like, oh, Dad, you're wearing this. And you're like, yeah, son, so sometimes I'll, you know, wear this. Okay. All right. <laughs> You don't have to, you can lie to me, Veronica, that's fine. You could just tell me, I'll do it for you, Giselle. You know, you can do that, right? I'll do it for you, Giselle. <laughs> there you go. That that makes the cross yes listeners, <laughs> I'm sure, excited. <laughs> because now you're lying to yourself if you don't do it, so. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, well, I'll wrap it up okay. with a question that I ask everyone in a perfect world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and even gender, what does that look like to you, Veronica? Uh, well, we're getting closer to it. But I think it's it's a lot like when you go into a a community like Capitol Hill or I don't know what it is in San Fran. The Castro uh, is what it is in San Francisco. The Castro, where where it's just people are just who they are, and if somebody thinks you look good, you know, they they'll compliment you, and not make it sexual unless you want it to make it sexual, and then mm -hmm. then. That's that's a different conversation, but just a kind of a everybody living as they are and being very civil and having fun, just free and open. And I don't know, that's a pretty clunky answer, but I think I kind of know what I mean. Yeah, it's an answer. It's an answer. Someone can uh, find an answer in there. <laughs> and I think I think people can relate to your story. I'll I'll edit all this and then send it to you. Gotta have like four other ones, but um. Uh, okay. send me your email and then I'll send you a bunch of questions. Cause now what I'm doing for the podcast is on the website. Uh, I'll, um, kind of introduce you first, like with a bunch of questions, like, Oh, when did you know about your cross? It's just like a quick Q and a, like a one you can answer it in a sentence or a paragraph or something about like, when did you know you're a cross dresser? When's your earliest thing? What do you like to wear? What, you know, if you're okay with that, but I'll introduce yep. you as a thing. Um, and yeah, tell your friend or tell all the cross-dressers you know about the podcast, if they're willing to listen or if they want to be on the podcast or help others. Because this is really what this podcast does. It's kind of just be a resource for those who don't know what they are or questioning. And I mean, your answer was perfect, I think. Mm. I love it. Thank you so much. No problem. And do you want to like 
<laughs> shout out your Twitter handle here, or do you want to like promote yourself? Uh, well, I did the Veronica Love Five Thousand on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what I have so far. I'll see if I have something else later on, but that's that's where I'll be. Uh, I'm gonna probably have more pictures up by the time this this podcast goes up. So that's that's my goal to have like 20 pictures or so. Is there anything you want to do with Veronica? Like, is it like as far as like the socials media thing? Like, do you want her to be like famous, or do you want her to be like? Uh, no. I mean, it'd be great to have a thousand followers or something, but uh, not not uber fame. That's that's not that's not something. But it would be nice to have a lot of like uh, have some, you know, validation with with likes and for and sure. And but careful what you wish for, because you know once they find out. Like, oh, yeah, she has, like, th- like oh, shit. Like, did you know Veronica has, like, an eight-inch dick? And she's like, oh, dang. And then they'll just, like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, wrong kind of fame there, Veronica. But, hey, if you wanted that, who am I to show? Right. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Veronica, for being on the podcast. Uh, I will edit, um, send me your email, and then um, I'll email an edited version whenever um, I get to it. Um and yeah, and well, we're we have our discords now. We can chat it up if you have anything to talk about or, you know, say I'm here, question take. Okay. And eventually, I'll talk about my own pegging experience on one of these episodes, and uh, we'll see what we have in common. Yeah, <laughs> that will be great. Indeed. Uh, well, have a good night. Uh, I'm gonna hit the hay. I got work tomorrow too. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks again. And finally, the miscellany. Yes! And that's all for this episode where you heard the second and final part of my curious conversations with Veronica. You also heard me talk a little bit about Transgender Awareness Week being my yas of the week. And yeah, again, thank you everyone for listening. Remember, I still have a question of the month for the month of November, which is what are you thankful for and why? Email me your answer, Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com. Tweet me at CrossyYas or DM me at CrossyYas Podcast on Instagram. Also, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out our Patreon.com forward slash CrossyYas for more bonus stuff if you can't get enough of this podcast. And again, stay tuned for our next Curious Conversations, which will be with the lovely Barbara, a lovely cross-dresser of color who lives in Arizona. It's another enjoyable interview for sure, and that'll be up in two weeks, uh, December 5th. You won't want to miss that. Thank you again to everyone. You, the Cross Yas listener, make this podcast what it is, and I am so grateful. Love you guys, and as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story, to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.